Welcome in to the best in paranormal programming. This is Darkness Radio. I'm your host, Tim Dennis. I am excited for today's show, folks. Here's the deal. Every once in a while, you come across somebody who's doing something innovative in the paranormal field. It's rare because I think uh, we've pretty much done as much as we can do as far as investigating, but every once in a while, somebody comes along and does some innovative stuff, and you got to get them on the program and start to talk about it. Well, I'm uh, kind of tooling around online, and a, a friend had an event in Iowa, as a matter of fact. Uh, they were doing potographs in Iowa, and as I'm going along, I see a group by the name of ACG Paranormal. And I thought, huh, I wonder what's going on with them. And I'm looking at the different groups that are there in Iowa and, and wondering why I wasn't invited. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, I, I look and I see ACG Paranormal. So I, I kind of trace back and I look to see if they have a presence online. And I see their Facebook page and I'm looking at things and I see something interesting. And that is that they like to mix music into their investigations. Well, this gets me thinking. So I said, you know, back in the days when, when we were doing IWI, you know, Independent Wrestling International at the Mounds Theater in East St. Paul, we used to get a huge reaction because the theater's haunted. We used to get a huge reaction when it came to music and the energy of the crowd and live wrestling. And it used to get the spirits really hyped up. And I thought, man, you know what? I really want to get them on the show and talk about how they use music in their investigations and the other ways that they investigate and how they think outside the box. So, I shot an email out to Nat at ACG. They were more than happy to come on the program. Uh, first, I said, who's this? And then I, I had to explain who I was. And then we got to it. Uh, but they were more than happy to come on the program. I'm, I'm giving them a lot of credit here. Uh, ACG Paranormal, Always Chasing Ghosts, is a paranormal team from Chicago. Their leader, Nat, started paranormal investigating at the ripe old age of 12 I don't know how she got her parents to let her go, but we'll find that out too. After years of investigating solo, she decided to form her own paranormal team. The team consists of four members, Nat the leader and videographer, Elliot the tech, Kid the tech assistant, and Joe the audio engineer. They're all here today. We're going to talk to all of them. The team likes to mix music into their investigations, as we said before, by physically playing the music for the ghosts. They also like to build their own tech. We're going to talk about that as well to make it more personal for the spirits. They've also been seen on Tubi TV, Amazon Prime, Roku, Fire TV, Paraflix, and YouTube. And when they're not investigating, you'll find them at concerts, playing music, or creating. I'm excited, folks, to talk to these guys. Let's welcome in to Darkness Radio, ACG Paranormal. Hey, gang, how you doing? Hey, Tim. Good. Thank you for having us. Well, thank yep, you. Thank you. Thank you all for being on. First of all, I, I do want to thank you all for, for coming on board and, and talking to little old me because... I got to tell you, I'm excited to talk about a different way of in investigating, first of all. Uh, I think it's pretty much all been done. I think we can agree that we've, we've seen it all done on television. We've seen it all done in person. We've all shown up to the same old events. You get the same old people screaming into the dark, and it's the same old questions, and it gets tiring. Uh, Nat, I, I want to address you first. Um, first of all, when did it become, or has it become a little tiring for you? And when did you decide it needed to be changed a little? So I actually, I've been investigating since I was 12, but I didn't get into the community until it was 2021. Okay. So I, you know, and then when I started seeing things that were just like, like, 
I wasn't really like the biggest fan of, mm-hmm. you know, because for me, I grew up with ghosts and I always kind of tried to be friends with them. Okay. So that's kind of <laughs> kind of where I was going is like, how how do we connect with spirits on a more like fun, personal level? And for me, it's always kind of like, what is something that's really important to me? Music, you know, music yeah. has been a thing of mine since I can't even, like, it's all blur, like, since I was very, very little. So mm-hmm. I I just wanted to bring, you know, something a little bit that's not as, like, scary to the spirits. Because if you're going into somebody's house, you know, I'd, I don't know, I'd rather bring a guitar than some weird alien devices that someone's like has never seen before. So, well, and correct me if I'm wrong. And and let's 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 get Elliot in here right right away. Does it seem weird to put a light in front of somebody who who may have never seen a light before like that, especially if they're maybe a hundred years old or older, and say, "Speak to this light," because um, so, to me that's weird. That's one of the things that I do try to incorporate with my devices. Like in the past, I've made a a motion activated violin. Mm -hmm. I've made a REM pod guitar. I try to make more things that they would want to play with than like just here, do this. I don't want to make them work. I want them to have something fun to mess with. Like I have a um, REM pod RC car. The entire RC car is a REM pod and I can hook cameras all over it. It can drive in a building when there's no one in there it's something fun it's a toy so like children's spirits would be like oh look a toy i can play with this instead of something that looks kind of like a bomb you know yeah yeah and (laughs) a lot of that okay so first of all when you guys have traveled how many times have you been pulled aside by by airport security and asked what kind of bomb you're carrying Uh okay so just to be clear if you message tsa on facebook beforehand they will tell you whether or not you can fly with the device. They will question you, okay. but they will let you know if you can fly with it. And they're right. usually cool about most things. Okay, well, that's a good tip. That's a very good tip because, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of hinky to be, you know, to, to try and fly with a lot of that stuff. But, yeah, I've, I can't tell you how many times I've been, I've been pulled aside and asked, what's this? And you try to tell them, well, you use it to detect ghosts. And they give you the, uh-huh, sure, you know. Uh, I, I always throw one of our cards in whatever bag the stuff is in. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good idea, a very good idea. Yeah, there's yeah, because it's just, yeah, that you get the weirdest looks from TSA. It's, it's, it's hard to explain, too. And then when you try to explain that there's going to be other people on the same plane that are coming with, they go, uh-huh, sure, yeah. Well, how come they're not carrying as much stuff as you are? Oh, well, you know, it's just the way it kind of goes. Kid, I got to ask you, when it comes to a lot of these different inventions and, and bringing a lot of different things to the table, what's the most unusual thing you can think of that you guys bring to the table that's really cool and really inventive in order to communicate with these spirits? Uh, I'm going to have to say, yeah, when Ellie makes the radios, I think it's so important because most of like her, all of the world has been involved with music from the eight, like the beginning of time until now. I mean, music is a very important thing from hundred years ago until today. So I think it's important that you bring that and like kind of show them that like, Hey, like you can use this device that you used to listen to back then and kind of like manipulate that in a way that you can speak or even putting music into like your, I don't know how to explain it. It's really hard because 
no, okay, you're, I'm botching this a little bit. No, no, you're not. At all. I, you know, I, I'll ask you this. What kind of music do you feel the spirits react to the most? Ooh, anything. I'm a big fan of like jazz yeah. and blues, so going down south, you know. Yep. Different settings can like it depends on the setting of the place where you're at. Chicago, old Chicago jail, they'll probably like some Johnny Cash or some BB mm-hmm. King or something like that. But mm-hmm. going to like California, maybe some pop music, just to fit in with the ghosts, just the fit with the setting of the music. Music's important to me and music music's important to everybody, I feel. Interesting. 100%. Yeah. 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 Joe, let me ask you this. When when you're investigating, do you feel that a newer style is is more open and warm, or do you feel that some of the classic techniques may work a little bit better at first when you walk into a setting when you're investigating? Um, that's a good question, because um, I definitely feel like the new style is warm and inviting, but uh, because it's like this team in particular – um, you know, I feel like there's a lot of respect that comes uh, with any any investigation that I walk into with Nat. Um, there's always been a respect level. And like she said, she tries to be friends with the ghosts. And because that is what I came into the community as, uh, you know, as knowing that's what I try to do as well. But with that said, I think um, there are a couple classic things that we do as well. You know, like we, co- we incorporate spirit boxes, SB7, mm-hmm. SB7 is around, you know, uh, yeah. uh, mostly Elliot's tech, but the SB7 is definitely around. Um, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> also uh, things like REM pods, um, you know, uh, trying to capture uh, um, uh, things through like, uh, you know, di- little, little voice recorders, little digital mm-hmm. recorders. So there's definitely a blend of both, but, um, I think the way that we go about doing kind of some of the new stuff, uh, uh, we make it warm and inviting. So that's really cool. Well, let me ask you, uh, Nat, first of all, how, how in the heck do you go out investigating at the age of 12? You have to explain this to me. I, I, uh, <laughs> how, did, don't, how does this don't happen? Tell my parents. Uh, <laughs> so I used to, I, I grew up in the South side and there was a lot of old abandoned buildings. I <laughs> sure. probably shouldn't have went into, but, okay. um, and I, I don't encourage it, but there was a place in particular that wasn't too far. You know, I'd either like hitch a ride. My mom, she did drive me a couple times, but I would usually like tell a friend like, Hey, I know a place and we would go. It was called uh Mantino state hospital. And okay. that was kind of like where I started off as. Mm-hmm. And the first time I went there I actually like was pretty much dropped off. And then like was there for a few hours by myself. And, um, Oh my God, I, really? I got hooked. I got hooked. And I think what it was, was I was dealing with ghosts, like in my home. So when I started exploring more like what has happened. Like that's kind of really when I started falling in love with history Okay, was around the age of 12. Um, I believe that was like the same year that, you know, I got to go to DC. I got to go to like the Holocaust museum. You know, there was a lot of like places that I started really like being able to explore Salem. That was like one of the first years I went to Salem, Massachusetts. So I just kind of was like, there's other places that have ghosts and like, you know, and I could feel them. I could feel them because I knew that feeling from my house too. You know, I'm like, I used to hear this woman talking in the hallway. You know, I saw her full body apparition at the age of eight. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just was like, where else can I find, you know, these spirits? And I wanted to know more 
like I'm all about ghost stories too. Like yeah. I love hearing other people's ghost stories. So I just wanted to know more. I wanted to know if there was other people that experienced like the same thing as I did. Mm -hmm. And the more I like branched out, the, I actually made a lot of connections with friends that I've had, you know, for 20 years. Cause we, I was the ghost girl at school okay. and I, you know, it, we bonded over like, Oh, you saw the bathroom ghost. I saw the bathroom ghost. So <laughs> that's kind of, you know, my connection with a lot of people throughout the years was through the paranormal. So, so let me dig a little bit deeper here as far as your, your, home life went and in dealing with ghosts at home was there an immediate fear growing up or did you think well this is just part of growing up this is just like having a family dog or having you know having a pet of some sort did it did a ghost just feel <laughs> uh, like part of the family or, or was there something more to it so I actually would see ghosts at like a very young age like my I actually watched a VHS tape about 10 years ago at my mom's house. And I almost forgot. I remember seeing a spirit under my house. You know, I was right back to an alleyway and I could see it from my, you know, my backyard and there was um, a lamppost. And I remember seeing a guy standing under the lamppost and he had had his hood up and I called him my star Wars friend. And I almost forgot about this. And I, it was my star Wars friend because he looked like the little hologram. Yeah. Darth Sidious, yeah. Darth uh, Capeltine. Uh, I'm, in, I'm into Lord of the Rings. Sorry. Guys. Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I yeah. think I got it right, though. I, I know yeah. it's Darth Sidious. Yeah. Um, but I would, <laughs> I would like wave to him and like he wouldn't say anything. He would just stand there with the hood up and just not smile, just would not move at all. And then I totally forgot about him until I watched this VHS tape and I was like, Oh my God. I remember that guy. And I actually went back when I had like all my equipment and I got some crazy intelligent answers on that spot. You know, it was, See, you know, you it embraced it where I kind of like, when I was a kid, I had an invisible friend. This is a, this is long story short. Mm -hmm. The invisible friend turned out to be a ghost later after I met her. And, um, I suppressed this stuff. Like I was like, Nope. I, I recently found a notebook with a bunch of notes in it about a shadow guy in our house that would walk around, the kid that would talk to me in the vents and stuff like that. And I was I was freaked out. So when we first met, I was a hardcore skeptic. Okay. So because I was like, no, this stuff's not real because it would freak me out. Whereas you like were like, oh no, I like the ghost. People. Well, that that wasn't always true because like when I moved into my stepdad's house, like I you know I saw these ghosts as a young young kid like you know three four or five years old and then i I feel like i kind of quit seeing them mm -hmm. but then i would see them like randomly and that's kind of when i moved into my stepdad's house and when you hear them and you're seeing them in your house house not in the alleyway you know not walking down the street but in your house right it's a little different you know and that i was freaked out from the time i was like i also thought there was something a little darker in that house uh -huh. um that house is i would yeah. hear like native american chanting and we actually went back about six years ago and i brought a recorder with and i had elliot like follow me along the property and i just had it rolling there's about 20 seconds of a clip of a native american like it sounds like chanting and i was like this is exactly what i used to hear as a kid and um so i'm wondering you know if the land had some native american ties but i used to also see a shadow figure very dark shadow figure in that house so and there was a point where i got a little freaked out from the time i was like eight to about when i started exploring 
these places. And I kind of took it head on at 12. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be scared anymore. I'm going to go walk and body shoot by myself. Wow. <laughs> and that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of when I started like flipping it. And I'm like, I want to understand why are you still here versus just like being scared? Cause yeah, I, I was freaked out in that house, but now I, as an adult, I would love to go back to that house and <laughs> ask some questions. Now was this house in Joliet in Joliet, Illinois? No, this was um okay. in by Chicago Heights. Okay, all right, yeah. interesting. So now I've I've got to ask, kid, were <laughs> did you have a haunted house experience? Where did you grow up in a haunted house, or was this? Uh, did you just come about a love for the paranormal in a different way? Ooh, um, well, yeah, I grew up in a pretty haunted house as a kid, and you know, uh, like middle Illinois, and that's a very native land. Um, sock trail leads all the way through, uh, the middle of Illinois through Indiana into Michigan. But, um, yeah, I remember being on my trampoline and like jumping to like four to 8 PM. Basically I was an outdoor kid okay. and, uh, I used to feel like people watching me through the woods. I don't, it's, it was really a bizarre feeling, but in my gut, it was just kind of, I don't know, it was freaky, but growing up in the teens, I started getting into the paranormal community and, uh, watching the shows on youtube and stuff like that and i realized like okay maybe it wasn't me that has this experience and there's like a whole community that feels this way mm -hmm. so in my when i grew up i was more open-minded into believing like the ghosts and like the stuff that was going on in my childhood house because i'm more open-minded as an adult but back then i didn't want to really kind of embrace it because it was freaky to me it would give me goosebumps at night and stuff i didn't yeah. like it but yeah i would hear like people talking in the hallways to like just banging on the like kitchen counter at like three in the morning, really freaky stuff. And yeah, wow. but now I'm finally open to like, be like, okay, yeah, I think that's, there's something behind that. That's was in my past for sure. Yeah. Uh, Joe, did you grow up in a haunted house or was it just something where you kind of came up with a love of the paranormal from things you had seen and heard? Um, so no, no haunted house, but, uh, this did come to mind. So my dad's house, when I was a kid, uh, the guy who lived there before him killed his wife. Whoa. So, kind of a, <laughs> kind of a dark house. Yeah, I guess. Right. I was always expecting something to happen, but nothing ever did. Uh, however, the house I'm in now, um, this is uh, my folks house that like my uh, mom, my stepdad, my folks house that I grew up in. <clears throat> I have heard disembodied voices in here. OK, um, but I've never gotten like a haunted vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, as far as paranormal goes, I just kind of fell into it. Um, I was more of an alien guy kind of uh, <laughs> um, kind of growing up and uh definitely more so throughout like the past like 10 years but uh yeah um just kind of came into contact with uh ellie and nat and um they took me along for um what turned out to be um uh sounds of spirits and uh i i never left <laughs> have, have you ever uh joe have you ever seen uh anything in the sky or have you ever seen ufo I have actually just really? recently um i was in california uh for a wedding and i was talking to a guy and we both started looking up or i started looking up and i was like look at that thing <clears throat> there was just what looked like a shooting star mm -hmm. but coming from the same point over and over and over again and really? as soon as we started talking about it it stopped <laughs> whoa really 
so so yeah that was the most recent one but uh yeah there have been a, a couple times um i uh i actually get a lot of kind of uh experiences with like um i mean not a lot but the ones that i have had have been during meditation like experiences with like alien type beings i find that interesting i, I yeah. i've heard i've heard a lot of people have some sort of alien experience as they're meditating or something comes into their, their field of vision when they're meditating. Yes. And that Very door strange. opens. Yeah. yeah uh, almost like a color being and just like a little flash of like an alien here and there. Like, Whoa. Now do you oh. see, <laughs> is it like a face that you see or is it, is it just sometimes a, a face? Sometimes uh, like a tall man doing something really, you know, like okay. sometimes just like them walking, but it'll just be like a glimmer. You know, it'll just be a glimmer and it'll, I can't make it happen. Yeah. It'll always surprise me and freak me out of it, you know? And, uh, but yeah, it's only been a handful of times too. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's interesting. Very interesting indeed. Yeah. We've had guests on the show before that have said, you know, if you, if you want to truly communicate with, with a being such as that from, from another planet, it's not hard to do. It's just a matter of getting into that mindset and then, you know, getting into a meditative state and, and really they, they think that these aliens aren't necessarily physically coming here, that it's, it's just a jump to the left in a, in a portal and getting here in, in means other than physical. Um, and that they really are showing up here through, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's, it's more of an ethereal way of getting here and that they're right. you know they're communicating through other means that's very interesting very interesting stuff joe absolutely absolutely um so you know what i think at this point we're going to take a break when we come back i want to talk a little bit about the actual investigations themselves and i want to figure out here how we actually incorporate the music into the investigation because like i was mentioning at the top of the program uh when I was running wrestling events at the Mounds Theater in St. Paul, I noticed something with an energy shift. So I want to talk to you a little bit about energy shifts and how, if you do use energy shifts to try and manipulate a spirit to talk to you guys, or have if you've ever used that to get uh, spirits to communicate with you. Uh, so we'll cover that when we come back. And uh, we'll also talk a little bit about uh, some of the events you've been to. And uh, just uh, some of the paranormal community you've run into and, and, and how they've reacted to, to some of the ways you've investigated and, and how you find your style meshes with it. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Our guest is ACG Paranormal. Uh, you can check them out on Facebook. I know they're on Facebook. Nat, do you have a, a website or somewhere? Or Ethan, or Ethan, why did I call you Ethan? Um, <laughs> he looks like an Ethan. <laughs> you look like an Ethan. Uh, do you have a, a place where people can find you as well on the net? So you can find us on Linktree. So you can look us up oh, okay. ACGP on Linktree. Okay. It should have all of our stuff. Oh, like, good. Okay. You know yeah. what? I, you can tell I'm getting old because I go Linktree. Yeah, sure. Linktree. Go to Linktree. I have one on my on my on my <laughs> um, on my Twitter, but I'm like, you can actually go to Linktree on as a site. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I, I, I'm like, oh boy, am I getting old? All right, when we come back, more with ACG Paranormal, we'll talk about investigations and how music uh, is incorporated into those uh, investigations and how we use energy to, and, and the energy of music to draw in the spirits. We'll do that when we come back here on the Best in Paranormal Podcasting. This is Darkness Radio. 
Welcome back to the Best in Paranormal Podcasting. This is Darkness Radio. I'm your host, Tim Dennis. Our guest is ACG Paranormal, and we are talking about, well, in this part of the program, we're talking about the use of music and energy and trying to draw the spirits uh, with different types of energy and trying to get them to communicate with us. Uh, Before we jump into actual music, I want to talk to you guys about the use of communication and words and what we use for words. The one thing that gets me is an opening question. So I want to hit you with an opening question as you get into uh, a building or as you get into a location or even into a home. And you're, you kind of have an idea of what you're facing. You've, you've looked at the history of a, a building or a home or whatever it is you're investigating. You think you know what it is you're up against. You walk into this location and you want to communicate with something and you have to have an opening question. Now, some people have a, a stylized opening question. Some people think they know what question they're going to ask and other people leave it open to whatever it is that, you know, whatever the situation may be. So we'll go around the room and uh, we'll start with Nat. Nat, do you have an opening question you just automatically ask or do you leave it open for the situation? What do you do? Well, first, I I don't necessarily ask the question right away. I more so like introduce myself. And then honestly, the music thing, that's usually one of my favorite things to ask is like, you know, just because like, I I feel like if I'm going to play you music, do you have any recommendations? Let me, let me spin something for you. you know? So yeah. I, I like the, the music question. And then um, I always say, it's more so, you know, I because going into people's homes, I wouldn't want to ask too many questions. I don't, I don't even do that with like my friends. It's kind of just like, oh, hi, how are you? And then like anything new. Um, so with the spirits, it's kind of the same thing where it's like, hi, I'm Nat. Uh, you know, I'm and in your home for tonight. You know, I, it's more of me explaining why I'm there mm-hmm. versus like straight into a question. And then I kind of just like we're gonna try to you know, have a little fun tonight and uh, I'm a big music fan. So what's your favorite music or favorite music genre? So definitely the music thing for me. I feel like I've Um, been disrespectful for you, Elliot, and calling you different things. So I'll call you Egon. Egon, what's your, how do you like that? Yeah, there you go. So uh, (laughs) I really like asking about food. I like yeah. asking them what their favorite food is because I feel like it's a casual thing. Everybody eats. I mean, I, I and I know that uh, ghosts can smell food because we've talked oh, yeah. to them about it. The ones that we live with. Okay. Um, Our house is haunted. They, we oh, have a, a boy who has requested that we make French fries and root beer floats. So we went out really? and, and sat with him in the garage and, and had root beer floats and French fries party with him. Nice. And just talked to him on the spirit box. Now he asks for ice cream constantly, but that's okay. Because <laughs> um, I will eat ice cream constantly if he if he insists. I guess I'll have to get ice cream all the time. Lactose free. Lactose free ice cream. Well, yeah, I, I got to do the same thing. Yeah, I have a little problem with lactose as well. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. Right. Okay. So uh, all right, kid. Uh, do you have a Do you have a question you would open up with, or that you like to open up with? Are you stylized, or do you go with the flow? Uh. I like Nat said. I like to introduce myself, make myself feel like a like I'm a friend to them instead of uh, you know going in with all these big scary lights and cameras. And I like to open up and you know hear their side of the story because you know if I'm a ghost, I want to. I'm a talker sometimes, but I would like to talk if I'm 
in that realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just feeling the vibe of it, observe everything, going room to room and feeling the certain like energy and see what I can pick up on. But yeah, nothing, no questions off the bat, but yeah, food is definitely important. I have yeah. to go with Elliot with that as well. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Uh, Joe, a question, a stylized question, or are you, uh, you more going with the flow with this deal? Oh uh, yeah. So, um, I like to introduce myself as well. Um, but, um, I kind of like to go to the, go with the flow. I have a lot to learn and, um, it kind of depends on the situation. Like if I, uh, like if I have my guitar, I'll kind of let them know what I'm up to, you know, what mm-hmm. I'm going to do. And, uh, you know, maybe ask them if they have a favorite kind of music. Okay. But yeah, other than that, clearly just like to go with the flow, I think. So I like the fact that you guys are automatically taking out some sort of instrument or something that kind of just, it, it kind of mellows out the vibe right away automatically. If I'm, if I'm just a spirit hanging out in the room and I see you pull out a guitar or some sort of instrument, I'm like, Oh, what's going on here? All right. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean that, that automatically gets my attention as opposed to somebody pulling out something that looks like you're going to blow up the room. And I go, well, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Um, so that gets my attention. I like that. Um, or food. Food gets my attention as well. I go, oh, fat boy over here. All right. What are we eating? Um, so those are two good two good things. Uh, so then at that point, um, as you're getting into the investigation, are you more stylized or is this more of just a, you know, are you are you kind of playing a song or what are you doing how, how does an investigation set up nat how do, how do you conduct things from there so it kind of depends on like where we're at you know there's certain investigations where you know i i am gonna plan on filming some i don't ever post you know like it all kind of depends on like what happened and how it's feeling and um so not every location that we go is gonna be a youtube video but uh the last two went very smoothly um and we got some awesome we got amazing responses uh, so it, it's kind of more so uh when we go in we do kind of have a plan for the night you know just to make sure we like cover most of the building wherever we're at um but every time we go like there's gonna be something usually like the solos um like we were at edinburgh manor and i had everybody do a solo but joe was the only one with the guitar okay and it was actually like his first full on investigation because joe's only been with us for uh i want to say a little little less than a year and he came on like you said uh through sounds of spirits which is the documentary that we did and that was kind of like an introduction um to like this documentary like i want to keep doing them but with different artists you know Mm -hmm. people that have never paranormal investigated before which was joe and we kind of just picked him up because he did so well um (laughs) and he uh you know like what i did with him that night was like you know we're trying to pretty much use the guitar as our main tool you know we we used other tools that night but like um i really wanted to catch like more phantom music or like the ghost playing that's kind of more of the evidence that i'm trying to get yeah um versus just you know a rem pod going off or like uh for an example we were just at madison seminary mm-hmm. 
Madison Seminary's history is all about women. You know, um, there was widows there from the Civil War, and then the other half was, uh, you know, hospice, and then uh, part of it was for the mentally ill. And what I did was I went in, did my solo with a synthesizer, that's what I play, and I actually had a spirit playing the REM pod and was trying to follow the notes that I was doing. Really? So, like, that's kind of what I'm trying to capture and so far it's been like working really well you know like the the REM pod has two settings to it it either goes do, 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 you know as they touch it right or there's like there there is a music option and we did have it on the music option and i mean some of it it was playing the whole music but then i actually sat there and asked i was like do you think you could copy what i'm playing and i started doing like do 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 and then it started going do 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 and then it would like not get that last note or like it would play that last note like 10 seconds later so it, it was pretty cool like and I, I just honestly felt like i was hanging out with a friend you know oh, so wow. that's kind of the stuff that i'm looking for that um phantom music then that's been one that i've heard with my own ears a few times and i i just kind of want to capture more of that mm -hmm. and um and then actually in the documentary that we did uh joe didn't hear it at the time but we actually caught like an instrument playing that wasn't even there so really? yeah it, like that's kind of more of the stuff that i'm looking for and i mean we we did this documentary but we're also like doing our like you know just kind of laid back investigations too. the documentary sounds of spirits that's just our first one i plan on doing more but that one is i call it humble beginnings because it's at a high school and i wanted to connect like you know where do you start off when you're a musician battle the bands your high school stage and that's where Joe came in, you know, so and I'm like, have you ever investigated before? Nope. And I kind of tied in like his personal experiences, his personal ghost stories. Um, you know, what's a song that inspires you? Why? You know, and I asked him questions like when you play music, do you put a piece of your soul into it? And he's like, absolutely. You know, like, so that's kind of like where I was trying to touch base with a lot of that. And you don't need to know English to connect with music music is universal everybody can understand music you don't need to know the lyrics there's like some polish bands that i like and i'm like i don't know what they're saying but this is a jam yeah so, yeah absolutely <laughs> so that's kind of what i'm looking for is like i'm trying to capture more playing music with the ghosts and phantom music and and anything to do with music really so that's kind of my approach and any anything that we got to do you know that which is pretty much bring in an instrument and they and i actually left my synthesizer i haven't watched the um the like footage yet but i'm hoping maybe i got a little dink like on the synthesizer while i was gone you know wow. so i just kept the camera rolling just in case so so you know this what what intrigues me, you know, I, I sit and I think about over the years the amount of friends i have that are musicians that have gone and done investigations and they've left their instruments at home. And, and it, it confuses me. Um, they take the, I want to say, the most talented part of themselves, and they leave it at home, and they bring themselves to an investigation. And really, the, most, the biggest part of them that's the most communicative, I'm trying to get that word out, um, the, the part of themselves that they communicate the best with, that you would think they could reach out and and grab your attention with 
they leave it at home. And to me, and it's the most beautiful part of themselves, you know, that they could just reach out and grab an attention of anybody, you know, living or dead. And, and, and I'm thinking of a couple of people off the top of my head. Um, and I think to myself, well, you know, there's, there's times where I, I remember one investigation in particular of a, a young girl who was singing in a cell at Eastern State Penitentiary. And just singing to herself, and she was just trying to keep herself occupied. It was late at night. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And we're all cold, and we're bored, and things aren't really popping off. And she started to sing, and a spirit started to sing along with her. And that just started the activity. And there's something to be said about energy, and energy starting up energy, you know, and, and sparking that energy. And like I had mentioned, um, when we... When we were at the Mounds Theater in St. Paul uh, doing IWI, wrestling card, it seems like it was the energy of the crowd, uh, you know, cheering for these wrestlers. But at the same time, getting, even if it was piped in music and it was people snapping along to music in between, you know, wrestling matches or it was the introduction music for the wrestlers coming on and people were getting hyped up to it, you would start to see activity happening. And you would see things like lights going on and off on their own or just weird things happening, you know, and, and it was just the, the coolest thing. And I always thought to myself, why aren't we using this? Why, why, you know, why aren't groups using this? And so I thought it was just so cool when, when I come across your guys's page and you're actively using it, you know, it, it's, it just, to me, just seems like a slam dunk. But why is it, and I, I want to ask uh, Elliot, I want to ask you this, why is it that more groups haven't brought it full force into the, into the field? Is it the fact that it just takes too much time to set up? It is a lot of, um, I feel like it's a lot of things that can go wrong too. And I feel like one thing um in the community that I would really like to see change is I feel like a lot of people are going in locations to entertain themselves or their viewers. Uh, whereas we feel like we're going in the locations to entertain the spirits. Okay. So I feel like I'm going there. A lot of my devices have sound reactive lights in them and I try to make them look fun and we try to dance at places. We, we at Indiana State, we had a, a like conga line going on. It was the cha 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 slide. We had the cha cha oh, slide going yeah. on. A public yeah. event, and like they were like, you know, they love Madonna, and I'm like, okay, what do you guys want to li listen to now? And they said electric. So I'm like, how about the cha cha slide? So we had like a group of people literally at the end of the cha cha slide, and like everything was like done and quiet. All the lights, like all our off. sensors were Every going hallway. off. Hallway, oh, like, wow. like I feel like I feel like if someone came in my house and just yelled, "What's your name? How did you die?" I'd be like, "Dude, I'm not. I don't want to do this." Like, yeah. but if you come <laughs> in my house and you start dancing, I'm gonna get up and dance with you. I'm gonna be like, "Oh, what's going on over here?" Yep. So I think yeah. I think um, it's really a viewpoint thing, as in a lot of people, like I said, are not going in to entertain the spirits and that's what i want to do i want to go have fun with them yeah so yeah i'm gonna ask kind of a weird question here um don't take it the wrong way don't take it the wrong way but um you know we talk a lot about haunted objects in in the field and we're bringing in 
when it comes to musical instruments or things uh, associated with musical instruments, you're talking about an object with a lot of power, a lot of energy, and something that can be you channel your energy through and a lot of your creative energy through. And then you're asking a spirit to channel its creative energy through. And you don't know what the intention of that spirit is. Do you worry at times that maybe you're asking something malevolent to play along with you and maybe that it might try and channel itself through to you? So we have come across things that are unwanted when traveling. I call I call them not ghosts usually. Okay. Because they're they're meaner and they don't they don't seem to function with us like normal spirits do. Sure. But for the most part, I feel like when you go in with good intentions and you say, uh, "I'm here to have fun," it confuses the mean spirits. Because when they're they're sitting there insulting you and you're like, "No, no, 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 dance time," I think they get they don't want to deal with that. Because mm-hmm. you're not the person that's going to get scared and run away. So it's not what they want to deal with anyway. So they probably don't want to be around you. We do get a little freaked out here and there. Not there are, okay. <laughs> there are some right. places that freak me yeah. out. And then, then you kinda, <laughs> yeah. Yes, there is that energy shift where you're like, okay, you know, we're here to, you know, get answers to have, you know, yeah. we're not here to be rude or anything i know we're in like your space we're quite clear with the spirits like what our intentions are why we are there mm-hmm. like you don't have to show yourself and you don't want to yeah we're not here to exploit you in any way we're just it's, here to talk with you and completely up to you see what's going on yeah and so do we have had some yeah there's been a couple <laughs> interactions that are bad but um for the most part well we haven't had anything where well, we've had a couple that are creepy, but like for the most part, we don't deal with like very mean spirits and we kind of mm-hmm. shut them down pretty fast. If they start like threatening us and yeah. stuff, we're just like, no, we're not doing that. We're not here for that. It's kind of the same with like a person when, you know, a person's getting yeah. kind of like bullying attitude. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, excuse me. No. So it's, it's kind <laughs> of. You just put yourself, you're put down, you know, so. It's kind but, of the uh, turd in the punch bowl at your party. You, you're just not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. just like, not putting you're, up with Dude, it. you're out, man. Like, yeah. but devices definitely can hold energy. Um, I like building spirit boxes out of most of my spirit boxes. I let them come to me. So mm-hmm. I find them places and just random things. And like ones from hospice or like retirement homes, a lot of those, okay, uh, they have certain energy to them. We'll get certain voices just through those ones. Okay. So there's definitely attachments to objects. Yeah. Like um, my, my grandpa, my grandpa loved his radio. Every time I would go to my grandma's house, constant radio was on. Uh, when he passed, I actually took his radio. We're going to be making a spirit box out of it. Cause my grandpa was kind of the only one in my family that really was like, oh, you see ghosts? Yeah, I believe in those too. And I'm like, okay, yay, I'm not alone. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. so let me so ask personal. you, Nat, do you think when, when you build this spirit box out of grandpa's radio, do you think grandpa will come through more often do you think he'll come visit you through that a hundred percent yeah 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 so i I still uh his like my grandparents house is being rented out and the people that are in it right now they they've been seeing my grandpa around so uh i know he's hanging out (laughs) okay so are are you looking forward to that communication being able to talk to him 
Yeah, I, I don't think it's. I think he's going to be uh, too talkative. Yeah, <laughs> you're never going to be able to shut it off. I definitely got uh, the gift to, to talk. Oh, well, him, so well, there you go. I, I'm a, I'm a little jealous. I, I guess because I, I, you know. Uh, when when my mother's father first passed, it used to be every time I went past a psychic, he would go up to the psychic and be like, oh, hey, I'm over here. Um, but then after a while, when they know that you don't necessarily need them as much anymore, they tend to fade away, right? So he doesn't really come around anymore. Uh, my dad's father, I, I still haven't heard from him, and he passed away, gosh, probably six, seven years ago, so I still haven't heard from him. So enjoy it while he's around because he won't uh, he won't stay around I, I think forever. he's waiting for my grandma oh yeah and i think that's yeah. like a you know my grandma's still around she's still sticking in and strong she's doing pretty good but um my dad's uh mom and dad like i definitely think my papa and my mimi my mimi just passed in february i definitely think papa was sticking around for her yeah and uh that now i think they're good you know yeah. they know we're all we're all okay so yeah i'm okay with them going wherever sure. they gotta go <laughs> that's for sure that's for sure so let me ask you this now when you get to the end of this party uh, or investigation i like to think of it as a party because it seems like you guys are having a great time with this <laughs> yeah <laughs> you've you've got to come to a point where you've got to shut things down or kind of bring the energy down a little bit or or get the spirits to settle down how does that happen how do you how do you get them to tone down a little bit because you if i'm a spirit i kind of want to follow you guys home I mean, you're having a great time. I mean, time. That, that's happened before. You know, I mean, how, um, do you, how do you get them to, to you know, say, hey, guys, I mean, it's been real, but and it's been real fun, but you aren't going to come home with us. Uh, how do you how do you get them toned down? There's a there's been a couple of times where they kind of, you know, are like, yeah, we're done. They're usually like, OK, it's time for bed. Yeah, it's like <laughs> they're really into it when we first begin and they're like, you, you kind of get that, like, that was fun, guy. Yeah, at the end of a party, like, where, you know, everybody's like, okay, cool, got to start cleaning up, you know, the beer bottles or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. you, it's the same feeling, like, you know, we get less interactions. Um, and, you know, with every investigation, I'm pretty much, you know, like, you, thank you so much for talking with us. You know, I hope to come back here. Uh, if not, that you know, thank you for telling us your story and i mean a lot of stuff you know comes with reviewing um so and i i try to review as much as i possibly can that's like i mean we put out content but we don't put it out as much as these other youtubers because like i literally watch every second of every camera and i make sure you know it's all covered and it, it's it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot so um yeah, I, I definitely think at the end of the night, we kind of are just like, we had an excellent time with you guys. And it's, it's kind of the same feeling that you get when you go to like these Paracons, you know, like um, we went to the Parasitecon last year mm -hmm. and like it was kind of the same feeling like, oh, uh, I think it's like six o'clock's rolling around, time to start saying our goodbyes. And we do the yep. same. It's kind of like we treat the spirits exactly how we treat people. Like I start, you know, giving everybody a hug and mm -hmm. saying like, it was so nice seeing you again. And it's kind of the same thing with the ghosts. <laughs> like, it's like, it's so nice being here again. Or if like, I don't get the chance to come back here. Thank you so much, you know, like for letting us be here, you know, so 
done. I, we do that every investigation. If it's an overnight, we do it in the morning time, you know, just to say our goodbyes. But mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very. Uh, I have an interest. Just shutting everything down. <laughs> I, I don't know why this hit me at this particular moment, but I have this question to ask, and that's this. I know that there's the the party atmosphere and the the feeling that that the party is is wrapping up, but I want to hit you from uh, another 180 degree turn here. And when you're doing stuff like asylums or you're doing a jail or you're doing something where there's a, uh, not necessarily a positive atmosphere, and that's this. Um, if you, oh, I'm getting that look from, from Elliot. He's, he's like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, and that's this. As a, as a musician, there's times where you're intuitive with your crowd and you're reading the crowd. And maybe they don't want to hear something necessarily upbeat. And maybe they want to hear the blues. Maybe they want to hear something sad. Monroe House, that was not a normal investigation because yeah, that Monroe that, House is a whole that's a not ghost. So, um, so do you do you play to your crowd first of all? Do you do you maybe you take um, out the guitar? You're playing the blues. Maybe you're playing something sadder. I was actually going to touch on that. So for me, like especially at Madison, you know, this was only like two weeks ago, a week ago. Um, I was playing what I was feeling. And actually at one point, you know, the the spirit was having a good time with me. And I feel like I started kind of picking up on some of the sadness that was there at Madison. And it really started to get me. And I, I actually stopped and I was like, I'm sorry. Cause I was slamming on my synthesizer at one point. Cause I, I was definitely feeling like a mix of emotion. Like there was the spirit that was obviously having fun with me playing with the rum pod, but I feel like I was also picking up on, the spirits that, you know, yeah, very sad times, you know, like, um, and it kind of, I started playing my mood and like what I was feeling like through the synthesizer. And then I stopped and I was like, I'm sorry for the spirit that was just here, you know, having fun with me. I started picking up on like on another spirit and I felt like I was just playing what I was feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, so I kind of like switched it back up and, you know, it's like one of those things where you want to, same thing with party. You, you want to go talk to your friend Jessica, but at the same time, your friend David is over here. You got to make sure you're, you know, kind of spending time with each spirit. One spirit might be wanting to play music, the other one, not so much. So I, I do try to kind of, you know, make sure I'm hitting everybody and I feel like explaining what I'm doing. good example of that is Indiana State. So like when we're in the retirement home section, like it's more phone. fun. They want to listen to Madonna. But when we go over that five story, there's not music playing. It's yeah. not that's not really a, a party atmosphere over there, especially the fifth floor. It's more of an intimidating atmosphere where where we are dealing with a little bit more upset spirits. Mm-hmm. It's not the same like party people. Nor- and normally, like with the five story, we try to play like I have played Johnny Cash for them. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's kind of like more so one song. And then I'm like, I hope you guys enjoyed that for the spirits that would like to, you know, like, like Johnny Cash. I hope this is just a little gift from me to you guys. And then if like the energy is just like, you know, not feeling too up, then I'm kind of like, thank you. But we're going to continue on, you know, Um, you kind of have to like know your environment, feel it a little bit. And yeah, there has been times like even Madison, before we started playing music, I kind of had to step back for a second because you know, I was really feeling like 
some of the negative things that have happened there. And I was like, later, we're going to try to shift this energy and give you guys something that's, you know, not as depressing, you know, because I like to think with spirits, their death was such a small part of their life. And I want to know more so of like their life versus the one, the part where it wasn't so good, you know? So I want to know what they liked. Did they like, you know, painting? Did they, did they like horses? I, you know, like what, who were you versus yeah. just like you died from tuberculosis? I already know that, you know, right. like I know that from history, but who were you? So that's kind of the more of what we're trying to do too. And there, these people were all people at one point, you know, like, and, they they liked things other than being in us in asylum you know yeah. Like, oh, yeah. so and if push comes to shove and nothing else works you can always rickroll them I, I, you know, I mean, <laughs> no i'm kidding I, I, i'm joking although have you ever tried that <laughs> no 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 okay yeah we will i, I, yeah, say, yeah. I say leave that for kid to do when he when he has something uh, yeah, right? push, push comes to shove just throw kid in there with a tape of rick astley um a tape like they still use those tape. a tape uh do you have a do you have a cassette player by the way kid that you could use Actually, I think I do somewhere <laughs> around, but that's actually not a bad idea because if you fit with that time, I mean, like 1970s, yeah, they would they would know what a tape recorder is. Sometimes we just use a stereo, and they're kind of probably lost about what that is. But play some BGs, let them let them get down. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've totally brought this to a halt. Um, <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, so with with uh, the investigations now, I want to I want to bring uh, I want to bring us down to some of your more interesting investigations and some of the the EVP that you brought along on on tonight's uh, episode, and uh, kind of go through some of the the uh, more frightening, scarier ep- uh, episodes you've had, I guess that are some of the more scarier moments you've had uh, as a group, as we we tend to do on this program. Uh, Nat, you've been so kind as to, and, and Elliot, you've been so kind as to send along some EVP. So uh, what are we about to talk about here? You've got some different cases that you've been on, uh, and uh, we're going to talk about this first case here. What what uh, what happened with this? So that was at my favorite cemetery of all time, Fairmount Cemetery in Willow Springs, Illinois. It's uh, along Archer Avenue. Now, if you are from Chicagoland, Archer Avenue is where we see our Lady in White's Resurrection Mary, our hitchhiker. Ah. Um, Archer Avenue has so many stories behind it. It has ties to El Capone, has murders. Uh, one I believe, was at uh, Fairmount. I believe she was a preteen, like a younger girl. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, I also have caught like EVPs of a girl there, but this was the first time that I used a spirit box. You know, growing up, like I didn't have the equipment when I was, you know, 12. I didn't have, I had a good old digital recorder and, you know, my little camcorder and that was about it. So as I got older, I started investing in, you know, spirit boxes, EMF detectors, all that good stuff. And, uh, this was the first time that I really brought it out and right away, you know, I turned it on and it 
there's it sounds like in like kind of an older lady with like spirit being like go away like i'm just like wait and i was so in shock that the spirit box was actually working i'm like is this happening right now like i'm like am i talking to a ghost right now like this is but ever since then i was hooked on spirit boxes so yeah that that's fairmount definitely has had some crazy stuff i i saw my first skinwalker at fairmount cemetery really it's a very woodsy cemetery yes and uh another place that has native american ties to it um it's literally called the stretch of death because there are so many deaths that happen along that road because it's you know woodsy it's there's a lot of bars (laughs) a lot of bars yeah so there's a There's in one spot particular, which is about diagonal from Fairmount, um, there's about 30 crosses. And this is just with like, you know, this year, I can only imagine how many other crosses have been, you know, in the last like 100 years on this road. So a lot, a lot of spooky stuff going on along there. Yeah, there's also uh, one of the first nuclear reactors buried in the woods right near there. Really? So I think that has a lot to do with the activity. Yeah. Okay, that's just a mixture for zombies right there. I mean, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's limestone quarries, so yeah, it's the, just it's just crazy. It's it's a mixture of everything paranormal. The limestone that built the Joliet Prison is from that uh, quarry. Um, really? The water tower in downtown Chicago is from that quarry. Uh, St. James Sag, which is like the beginning kind of a marcher where the hauntings begin, that's built from there. Uh, a lot of people passed away in that quarry as well, so there's just there's a lot going on with the furniture. It's like the perfect paranormal soup over there. So let's uh, let's yeah. listen to that EVP right now, if you if you if we will. Here here it is right now. Get get away. Who wants me to get away? You do. All right, so you have that EVP there from from that case. Now, the second case that that you're bringing on board here has to do with what location? So this is at Ashmore States. We were just driving through, and I I knew Ashmore for a long time. I always wanted to see it. And we were coming up from Tennessee, and Elliot at the time was still a skeptic. And he wound up hearing... I heard a disembodied voice. Now I am playing the spirit box, but in this, like the, I didn't hear anything come through the spirit box. So, um, but Elliot heard like a straight up, like girl. Like, yeah. It wasn't through the, it was like standing a little, next to Like me. a little baby doll voice. And, um, I was like, I, you know, he asked me, he was like, did you say anything? And I was like, yeah, I said, I said hello. And he's like, no, after you said hello. And I'm like, uh no you know so when i went came home and reviewed it it's it's right there you know we can't really make out 100 percent what she's saying but um i'm hearing that she's saying i'm lost uh but very you know like like a little girl like i'm lost yeah so that's kind of what i'm hearing but uh other people have heard other things but there's either way there's definitely a little girl's voice that's there a little baby doll voice Okay. Uh, look, first of all, let's go ahead and play it. Second of all, you were you were a skeptic. Now you're a believer, Elliot. So I was a hardcore skeptic, and I would um, take apart all of her devices and resolder them and check that there wasn't anything in there triggering them okay. and all sorts of stuff to prove her wrong. But I can't be mean to a little kid ghost. Yeah, That's you can't. Nice, yeah, so. yeah, you can't do that. Okay, here's here's that EVP right now. <laughs> 
Hello. Interesting. I hear it. Who's Bob? Yeah. And some yeah, that one was weird. They can hear like a uh, mama, you know. So there's been a couple different things that people have heard, but it, there's definitely, definitely like this like little girl voice. There was a little girl voice right next to me, and that was like, okay, well, I can't be like trying to be like, no, you're making this up, or no, these are this isn't working right because like that little kid decided to come and talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I should start making things for them to have fun with. So I started just making random stuff for them. Oh, I, I tell you, it's an interesting EVP. That's for sure. It it uh, you can't deny that there's a little girl there. That's yeah, that's it, for sure. and we're in the middle of a field. Yeah. We're the only people there. We're the only ones there. And that's that's um, bizarre. Robin, the owner, did confirm with me that like I, afterwards, I was like, you know, I messaged him and I was like, I think we caught a little girl. He did say a little girl died on the property right before her fifth birthday. Her dress caught on fire on the third floor. So, wow. Then there was, you know, there's that historic piece of like evidence that there was, you know, a small child there. So I I thought that was very. Like we gotta go back and investigate this place, which we still haven't been to during the night. But yeah. Robin said that during the daytime, it's actually pretty active. So that's when we were there. Now, so, do you find cool. have you have you done a lot of daytime than nighttime investigations with oh, a yeah. lot of different places? Yeah. Do you find there's a yeah. difference between day and night with with spirits, or I, is there no I difference? I think they're more active during the day. So it depends time. on the spirits. A lot of times during the day, it'll be people that kept a daytime schedule. Mm-hmm. Whereas at night you get more uh, like chaotic or creative types, you know, janitor. people that would stay up. Like, I actually connect with a lot of janitors and like maintenance type spirits. My, that's like my only ability is maintenance <laughs> spirits. He's but, like, there's a maintenance guy um, here. <laughs> but they're usually up at night or uh, more chaotic. Like if you're in an asylum, the the more chaotic patients are up at night. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's definitely like a, the setting too. So if you go to like a nursing home, the daytime is more, you know, everybody's awake during that time. Then at nighttime, everyone usually goes to sleep. But usually at like, you know, jails, sometimes they're awake or morning they're up or vice versa. So depends on the setting. I'd, I'd have to add to that. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. And that's something I'm uh, just starting to learn too is I didn't know ghosts went to sleep. But <laughs> there's definitely. Uh, <laughs> Like when you ask, uh, how do you guys kind of tame down the activity? Uh, I was thinking most times I've been around, it's, it's just tamed down naturally. And we're all like, well, it's time for bed. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, it it seems like you you get different. Well, at least to me, it was it seems like sometimes you get different activity at different times of the day or you're getting different spirits at different times of the day. Um, I've had different locations where it seems like they tend to be a little more active in the day than they are at night. And I don't know why that is. I, I, I don't get why that is, but I, I definitely think they keep their schedule. We've had yeah. them yell at us to go to yeah, bed. Before. We've had an old lady go at like 9 PM go tired. <laughs> and she started, she started setting off all our devices. And then when I, I was like, Oh, I think she wants the spirit box on. And I turned the spirit box on, shut everything off, and she just started yelling tired. And I'm like, okay, time to time to shut everything I mean, off. She's oh, wow. sick of the flashing lights. 
Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. That is, that is, yeah, well, 9 p.m. is pretty darn early to be going to bed, that's for sure. But I, I suppose that's late for an old lady. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my grandma <laughs> kind of hits the head at eight thirty these days. So yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Well, early bird dinner was at four, so you know, I mean, that's that's, <laughs> that's pretty darn late. Uh, the next EVP you have is from where? That is from the Cheney Mansion in Jerseyville, Illinois. That is an old stage line. So it used to be kind of like a small hotel, and then later on, the owner PD Cheney. Uh, he, He's crazy. <laughs> he would fire his cannon off of the balcony of the place. You ever see like Mary Poppins? It was yeah. it reminded me of that, like the guy that's like up on the roof. You know, like, he seems like he was fun. But yeah, he he also <laughs> was known to drink a little bit. So he actually had two rooms. He had like his normal master bedroom, and then he had the room that uh, was next to his nurses' room. So um, I left a digital recorder in there and. It was me and one other teammate, you know, and we were on the other side of the the house and you know, we were just sitting there quiet, just, you know, if we could hear anything and nothing. But when I went to go review the footage and the digital reporter, it sounds like this. It, I mean, and down in Southern Illinois, they do have like a, an accent and we caught this woman. Um, to me, it sounds like she's either saying I checked him, like I checked him, like PD, like it didn't drink too much. Is he okay? Mm-hmm. Or I checked in, like saying, like I checked into the the stage line, and I'm I'm here for the night, you know. So either one, and so definitely, there's definitely a southern. I don't have a southern accent, so <laughs> and I I know we weren't talking at the time, so it's pretty cool. Okay, well, let's play that EVP now, and and let's hear it. Here it goes. Very interesting indeed. I checked in. I hear I checked in. Yeah. 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 I do. I, I definitely hear it plain as day. I checked it's, in. It's so. a, it's with a weird accent. Like, yeah. Like it's definitely yeah. like it's not not weird, but like not anything that any of us like the accents we have. Right. Right. So yeah. it's it's a interesting one. Yeah, but it's definitely I I checked in. Yeah. That's 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 what I'm hearing there. So yeah, very good. Uh, wow, you guys have some good EVPs here. That's for sure. Uh, so the next the next case is from where? The Monroe House. Oh, Monroe. we did put Ooh. Monroe House in there. I put like I put okay. the girl that says "Go away." Oh yeah, you um, put the, the the little bit calmer Monroe House. So. Yeah, so we left a we left a digital recorder up in the second floor, and we were on the other side of the house. Same kind of thing, you know. We're just seeing if we could capture anything, and um, there's a moment where it's like someone came upstairs, sets a motion light off, mm-hmm. and then there's like this young female. You know, to me, it kind of reminds me of like a teenager being like, "Mom, go away," but like. I think she was saying whatever came upstairs with her, like, go away. And like, just like that. And, you know, same thing. And it was so cool that uh, we actually caught the motion sensor, like going off with, and then like 
10 seconds later, this EVP happened. So I thought it was kind of cool, you know, not just getting an EVP, but something else with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love, I love multi-sensor things. Yeah. When you, when, you get, <laughs> when you get more than one, you know, gift in one setting, like I, it's very right. compelling, but, uh, yeah, the Monroe House is, I want to say out of all the locations we've been to, that one, I think, terrifies all of us. Took apart one of our cameras, <laughs> and um, I can't put it back together. So. Really? Kid's gloves, he uh, kid yeah. put his gloves down on a table, and his glove, he looked away, looked back, his gloves were on the other side of the table. Really? What was your reaction Monroe to that, kid? I didn't know. I put it down for one second, turn around, look the other way, look back. It was on the other side of the table. And that was my first overnight, too. So I was just completely mind blown by that. Didn't know what was happening. So the whole night was pretty wild. So at that point, when your gloves are on the other side of the, you know, on the other side of the room, almost, are you are you thinking, well, I'm in for an, an interesting night or are you wanting to back out or what's going through your head at that point? That was the morning after. Oh, so in the, in the like, morning after. OK. Yeah, so it was this hectic night, and then that happened. I was just tired and just not really too surprised at the moment because I didn't get much <laughs> sleep. But going back and looking at it, I'm just like, ugh. That's yeah, wild. after everything that happened, that was like one of the least shocking things. <laughs> wow. wow. I was kind of irritated. I'm just like, I just, I just want my gloves. I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh You're like, quit being a bully and give me my gloves. Stop it. Well, whatever was there, actually, so it was in the middle of January, too, and we had it was a, so cold. a little heater in our room. Something physically, like, in the middle of the night, turned the heater. We had a blasting. Something turned it all the way down. We woke up, like, freezing cold. Oh, wow. And we're just like, why is it so cold in here? And it's a knob heater, and we looked, and it was, like, all the way down. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like what's yeah. wrong with you spirit <laughs> but i i definitely think you know like i don't think a lot of places have the d word but if it's any place that's going to have the it's d not word, ghost yeah the, we, not ghost. the night the not ghost okay yeah i see what you're saying we had a at, at the mounts theater we had a we had a i don't know if it's a ghost or what the d word you were talking about uh, but it, it took and it turned, it was a malevolent ghost, I guess you could say it took it. We were out of, we were selling pizza, pizza slices. And we had one of those four rack ovens, warming ovens. Um, and we were all out of pizza before we even got to intermission. I mean, it just sold out and we had got it from a, a local, local pizza parlor and it was gone out before intermission. And I'm in the ring and I'm ring announcing and I'm telling people, you know, we're out of pizza, but we still have hot dogs left. We still have the bar. There's plenty of beer, wine, everything back at the back bar. And I'm getting to the fact that, you know, the boys are out there signing autographs, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, ding, light is on in the pizza oven. And I look back and I'm like, do we have more pizza? I'm like mouthing it to the person who's selling pizza. And she shakes her head. No, this thing just came on by itself. <laughs> so, and she says she That's watched cool. the dial turn itself back on. She oh, sat and watched it yeah. spin itself back on. That's cool. And again, that's that <laughs> that's that energy that would happen. You know, the boys would tear down the ring as they were tearing down the ring after the after the show. They would feel somebody come up and tap them on the shoulder as they're carrying out these huge, heavy lumber boards for the ring and they turn around and there's nobody there. 
That's so cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Stuff I, like can, that. I can see that happening at wrestling events because the energy in the building, once you hear that music and you see your favorite superstar go yeah. through the curtain and whatever, it the whole crowd gets crazy. Yeah. And at nighttime, I'm Kid, sure the girls Kid's a fan of like wrestling. That. Oh, Very well, there you go. Fun. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And we would use the, of the, in the theater, we would use their green room. So, and supposedly in, in the projection room, there's a, it used to be a combination movie theater and actual, you know, stage theater. There's a stage. So, so the boys would come up out of the green room and they'd walk up a ramp and then there was a, a curtain. It was curtained off. The ramp was. Then they come up onto the stage, and then they come off the stage into the ring. So the ring was butted up against the stage, and then we had a screen that we would show their entrance videos on. So when they would come off the stage into the ring, I mean, they've got music blaring, they've got their entrance video. I mean, it was a whole production. So the crowd is all hyped up and everything, and and it was just this this big production this big to do and you know you've got 250 300 people in there and they're they're going nuts and and it you know and the theater went back to i want to say it was 1910 it was a pretty old theater and again it's an entertaining thing so if you were a ghost and you could just wander around anywhere you wouldn't sit in a like (laughs) in someone's living room for the most part you'd probably go watch something and then go home you know like you want to go somewhere fun yeah exactly I could see like past like um you know past wrestlers or entertainers sticking around there you know because sure. sure. it's yeah. like a home away from home yeah and and even the projection room upstairs was was haunted supposedly by an old projectionist so you know a lot of the boys wanted to go upstairs after the after the uh, wrestling matches because they wanted to see if they could get red supposedly was the projectionist they wanted to see if they could meet red I don't know. I, I never wanted to go up there, but you know, that that's beyond me. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it was a lot of people had experiences working in that theater, but again, it was after the match that you would get those experiences because that energy level was so high in that building that, you know, it, it just amped everything up. And, and again, it, it's, you know, it was that experiment with energy that was so, so fun. You know, I looked forward to every month because the more energy you would get out of the crowd, the the better the card you put on, the more energy you got, and the more active the building got. So you, you would actually start to see things happening. And and it was really That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, the next case, I'm sorry, we, we were talking about... Uh, Oh no! Oh, oh! I don't think I don't think we played the Monroe House one. No, we didn't. We didn't. Okay, so the, the EVP from Monroe House. Uh, here we go. Uh, so, yeah, here it is right now. Oh wow! So that one just says "Go away." I heard that, and that's clear as day. Wow. And it, the the weird thing is that it it triggers that motion sensor box that I built. Yeah, like right before it. And that yeah. thing is like, like you have to like literally like go like Elliot builds our tech like where it's not so like sensitive. Mm-hmm. Like you literally have to like be like inches away from whatever to. Well, it. especially for like tighter locations, mm-hmm. it's a little better to have it less sensitive. Yeah, yeah. It, well, that's good that you don't have it. Uh, that you don't have it real sensitive because I mean, it's, it's tough when, when some of those sensors are real, real sensitive, it's, it's, 
and everything's going off on on a hair trigger it, it it's tough to tell whether it's harder to debunk everything if you got it too sensitive yeah yeah most definitely most definitely uh our last case is from where indiana state sanatorium huh? and that's like my favorite location so this yeah. is actually the first time we were there uh we had a guest investigator uh named sharice and it, it was me, my team, and Sharice and I were the only people that heard this, like, laugh. And you don't really hear it, like, in the whole clip, I you know, where I'm, like, like talking about, okay, we're going to the five-story. And then all of a sudden, our walkie actually went out to open air. Like, and then I, I turn around and I say, what the hell, mate? And all of a sudden, like, me and her heard this, like, really creepy like <laughs> and like at first i couldn't hear it on the first recording but i had seven cameras rolling i caught it on every camera but the last camera that i had rolling that one caught it the loudest so that's the one that i use and it's creepy it's a creepy laugh but um you know we're knowing the place like i do now once again, I think it was just a, a spirit it's trying the to have fun. there's a there's a spirit there that loves to mess with our walkie talkies oh. And he really? will, these these walkie talkies don't even do open air. They they're like cheap walkie talkies. They don't have a button for it. Okay. And he'll he'll make it go open air. And I'm like, how are you doing this? And and then he'll start laughing. And it's like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. Or if we separate during different parts of investigations, he'll start making them go open air. So we'll go near each other. It's really weird. We actually caught a laugh. Like the second time I didn't hear it, but it was same thing. My walkie started going open air, his did. And then when we like met up together, we actually caught another laugh and another clip. And it, it's just like the same laugh, but it just goes. <laughs> so it, it's obviously Creepy. like the same spirit messing with. And he was following us throughout that whole whole location. And uh, Well, we investigated with a, um, a former nurse there. And she confirmed that there was a patient there that was like a trickster and he loved just pulling little pranks on people. Yeah. And, and there's a, actually, I have a night vision cam where I'm like turning and um, Elliot was wearing a backpack at the time. And there's a little part of where I'm turning. You can see the strap of the backpack, like as if someone's like yanking on it, going like this. Really? And then like, yeah, like Indiana State is definitely. That place definitely is intense. That place is great. But I think people are going in there kind of the wrong thing, you know, like where they're coming in and they're like, are you the D word? And they're just like, no, we're, I'm just here to have a good time. <laughs> and <then> like <laughs> every time that we have fun with the, especially the nursing home, we get like some crazy evidence. So well, yeah, now, you cool guys, are, you guys are going back there now, right? In, in August. We're, we have a con that we're doing. So if you guys want to meet us, who's ever listening, ISS Con is happening August 19th. So we will be there. And that's kind of like our baby. We have a documentary out on 2B TV of Indiana State. Um, we, we just love the location. You know, by now we kind of know the spirits. The spirits kind of know us. So, And then we also volunteer to do tour guides there in the fall. So okay. as tour guides. So. All right. So people want to, and they can go to your Facebook page, obviously. And, and then uh, also you have another web link. Link tree. Link tree. <laughs> of course. How did I forget link tree? <laughs> I, I only have it on my Twitter. I uh, I don't know how else to access it, but I, I I'm old, right, Joe? I'm old. <laughs> I'm old too. Yeah, you're old too. I, 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 yeah, I got I'm old too. Right. So this this fifth, this fifth one is the creepy laugh, right? 
Yes. Yeah, right. And you won't you won't hear it like while I'm talking. I'm just like, okay, we're going to this five story, and then I'm like, what the hell, mate? And then like it's there, but you won't be able to hear it. But then I put it at the end where you can hear it, and it's pretty okay. pretty freaking clear. <laughs> here we go. Here's here's that creepy laugh right now. You guys are staying here by your what the hell, mate? We'll be back. <gasps> Did you hear that guy? Did you hear? The helmet. The helmet. Ah, uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Very like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it was. Weird. And like she, uh, my uh, guest investigator for the night, she actually winds up and I cut it out of there. She goes, "Shut up!" And like, because <laughs> like, she heard it. I looked at her. She looked well, at me, and we're just like, you we know, we're all just like on edge that i had to sweep the building to make sure there weren't people in there we were hearing doors slam there what so i always say my one of my favorite evps doesn't exist because we all were we had seven cameras going Mm -hmm. and you could see on video we all stopped and we all pointed okay and because we heard a door just slam like super loud like it sounded like someone had kicked a door shut and it's not on any of the recordings. Really? Any, there, no recording picked it up. Like it was, it was like hmm. like I don't even know like residual in our heads. Like we were. It, it was weird. So this was the <laughs> this is the first time we went there. We were one of the first teams in there. Like we were like five or six or four or something. Well, like that. I believe it was like Nick Roth, um, Destination Fear slash Project Fear, Resident Undead, Resident Undead, and then I believe we were like the fourth team yeah. in there, so it was like wow. pretty fresh. Wow. There might have been one or two other, but like we we were like one of the first. It was and just it was chaos. The spirits were like just super active. That was the most disembodied voices I think we've ever captured. And we also caught a visual piece of evidence where mm-hmm. part of the wall. There's like, you know, it's like plaster. And at first I thought it was like a t-shirt that like a wet t-shirt that fell off the shelf. Cause I couldn't like, you know, I went to go try to debunk it and I couldn't see anything. We heard a loud, a loud bang on the floor. And it was like, um, you, you hear footsteps and I actually go like, whoa. And then all of a sudden, like I caught it on the corner of my camera, but you see this piece of wall go up like at a 90 degree angle and get thrown to the middle of the floor. Whoa. And that was the same night too. Yeah. Like that. We tried to was, recreate that and we couldn't. I, I went and tried to lift the plaster. I'm like this, whatever this was literally had to open, like grabbed onto the blaster to throw this. Yeah, with a lot of force thrown to the ground. Yeah, there was, like, no wind because there was caution tape above it, and you would have seen, like, the caution tape, like, moving. It it was crazy. I'm, I don't know how else to explain it, but it was, it was cool. <laughs> so, people that choose to go with you in August over at uh, Indiana State uh, are going to have a interesting time, to say the least. Yeah, that's a, that's a good place. Yeah. 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 One of my favorites. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Aren't you rep- representing that kid? Your yeah. shirt? Yeah. Kid oh, look at you. Okay. <laughs> Kid's got the Indiana State Sanatorium shirt on. Huh? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's too bad I don't have video running. <laughs> I, just, I was going to say. Uh, yeah. I should I should have had video running for today. I, I Sorry. I'm, I'm cheating our, our listeners out of that. I, I'm, a screw, okay. I'm a screw up I'm a screw up um, but uh, yeah wow uh, I, 
now see it got me wanting to come out to the ISS event just to just to see come all out. stuff. Come out. Yeah, come on out. It's man. uh come out. wow. Awesome. It's uh I'm telling you that uh you know up until up until uh you guys had talked about it I I was like a little bit familiar with it but I didn't know everything that had gone on there. So that's So the cool thing about ISS is ISS itself is huge. It's 500 acres. Well, with, with the, the barn, with the dairy barn, yeah. And then down the street, there's Billy Creek, yeah, which is like a five minute drive, and that place is amazing too. It's pretty much like so, a whole, like not just like you know, ghost town. You think like Wild West, it's literally a town, like of ghosts, like because you have like hundreds of acres of haunted, like Billy Creek's haunted. We investigated there. Yeah, that place is um, really interesting. I caught a ghost horse EVP. Like, really? Uh, yeah that was freaky so i i was thinking about putting that in tonight but i was like oh should i and i went with those instead but uh i had three cameras rolling elliot had his i had mine and then i had the 4k and the 4k like hears at different frequencies and um or records at different frequencies and my first camera didn't catch it elliot's camera didn't catch it but it was i literally thought i was gonna get trampled because i actually jumped yeah, I thought and something was like you could see like like a deer or something. Um, you could see like the like the gravel getting kicked up and everything. Yeah, but it, it sounded like Paul Revere like came around the corner, you know, like and but my 4K caught it, and it it sounds like trotting. Like you'll you get like this like two seconds of like, and then it just goes off. Wow! But and there was nothing there you know like I, and it was like right I had the in camera going this way so if it was a deer it would have you know caught on camera yeah. going in a way it went so it, it was like there was me there was elliot like and then it w- went past like me and elliot so like elliot would have for sure saw it you know if it was going the opposite direction like just me probably wouldn't have been able to see it but like it went into the direction where we were heading mm-hmm. crazy stuff <laughs> that is crazy so most most definitely, definitely both haunted places. Most definitely, I got to ask you guys here as uh, we're getting close to uh, time to wrap up here. Uh, we talked with Joe a little bit in the beginning of the program about aliens, a little bit about aliens. Have you stretched out a little bit or thought about stretching out a little bit to contact aliens or contact other ISS? Lights? ISS, we've been seeing spotlights. Okay, Ooh. we've had multiple people see them, and they are like. They're like a floodlight in front of the five story. Mm-hmm. It's happened three times now. I saw it. We had a, a guest investigator saw it. And then we had um one of the uh, managers, his mom. It's, no, she's an older lady. She actually, she did her solo on the second floor. I was very really <laughs> proud of her. Um, she, she's a good investigator. She saw these lights too. She's like, she's like, you know, I thought someone was shining a flashlight. And I was like, you seen it? I seen that too. And then like this third person saw it, you know, and it's just like, okay. So I think ISS might possibly have aliens, you know, like, because. Really? There's also caves underneath ISS, so who knows, like, what, you know, is it, like, once again, like, is it an elemental, is it an alien, Mm -hmm. like, we don't really know 100% what we're messing with at ISS. We do know there are some spirits, you know, I've gotten names, I've gotten uh, a whistler, and it was kind of cool when we did bring in the nurse, I didn't even tell her about the spirit, I was like, was there anyone here in particular that had, like, you know, 
wouldn't talk, did something, you know, and she kind of went down this list and she got to one and she's like, there was a woman that had autism. She did not speak, but she whistled and she did pass away. And I was like, let me guess. It was down that hallway. And she's like, how did you know? And I was like, because every time I've been here, I've caught a whistle on camera down that hallway. And she's like, wow. Like she was. Yeah. So there there are your ghosts. But yeah, there's there's we've dealt with some aliens. I've dealt with aliens before, like driving on Archer Avenue. One time uh, I was in my friend's car and the radio just started talking in like crazy voices on every station okay and it was like alien language or something and no matter what we would tune it to it was like picking up something really weird so and we've seen aliens downtown chicago what yeah. we think are ufos yeah, yeah. My, my dad was in a high rise for a year or two there and like we just saw these three like in a triangle just hanging out and I'm like, we're like what are those and all of a sudden they just shot out like just gone you yeah. know so that's definitely think those were ufos but if we did tap into aliens joe would be the guy that yeah I, <laughs> I would be willing to do alien stuff probably not cryptid stuff because that freaks me out that was my next but question I, is is i saw cryptids. enough cryptids yeah. i saw a skinwalker i don't want that i saw a wendigo and i don't want to ever have that happen again so. where did where did you see a wendigo elliot on the street in front of my house really <laughs> like at like i think it was like 4 30 in the morning it, this giant like shredded and put back together deer thing it looked like a moose-sized deer shredded and put back together ran up the street and i was at a car in a car at the stop sign like at the corner near my house Mm -hmm. and it ran past i was just like whatever direction that's going let's not go there Let's just, I'm just happy it's moving forward away from us. Just yeah. to know, we live off of Archer Avenue. We live, too. yeah, we, oh, live, okay. we live right off of Archer Avenue. <laughs> okay. Archer is like literally like block, go that way. <laughs> You're at Archer. So. Okay. Okay. Kid, you ever seen anything like Sasquatch or Loch Ness Monster or anything like that? A cryptid, Chupacabra? Not yet. And I'm, I'm willing to, though. I mean, I'm down to go investigate them, though. <laughs> You're down sure. with it? Okay. Joe? Yeah, but. No, I haven't seen. seen no, me. okay, Joe, you ever seen anything like that? No cryptids yet, but uh, I keep my eyes out, man. They always say <laughs> wherever there's an alien, you might see Sasquatch. How about it? How about it? Yeah, I'm open minded. Open minded. Right. Hopefully, good deal. Good deal. Uh, now, you guys have a couple of events coming up. Uh, you've got, uh, as we mentioned before, uh, in August, you have, uh, on August 19th, you've got uh, ISS, Indiana State Sanatorium. On August 10th, you have a night at Bell Mansion uh, that's coming up, which is a, a charity event. Proceeds go to the Center for Nonviolence. Figure we, we should uh, mention that one. October 7th, you have the Haunted Rock Island YMCA event as well. The Paracon there. Uh, any other ones I'm missing here? Uh, there is Hope at Wildwood Sanitarium in New York. We will be out September 23rd, and that's also a charity. It's to, for uh, suicide prevention. So we okay. like to do a lot of charity work when that's we good. can. That's good. And yeah, and a good charity at that. And uh, like I said, where I had first noticed you was there at uh, Potographs in Iowa, which is a, a good event as well. They're doing different events throughout the nation. Um, before we leave everybody today, tell me a little bit about Old Lennox uh, College and, and what you thought of the uh, the investigation there. Was that where the investigation was? 
Oh, oh, so that event actually wound up getting canceled. Oh, did it? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Jim, Jim, I think is dealing with a. I know he had something with his foot, and um, ah, okay. you know, he's been he's been dealing with some health issues. So, ah, okay, uh, I, yeah, we. We did not go through. I would love to go there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when I saw the pictures, I was like, this "That place looks really cool." cool. Um, but Dustin Perry, like, he was supposed to be at that event too, and yep. we like, we love Dustin. I Perry. love Dustin. Like, he's a yeah. good guy. I made him a spirit box. <laughs> yep. He, he yeah, wanted us. He, he, he wanted a special spirit box, so I helped him with that. Oh, did you? Yeah, I like making. I like the challenge of like. Um, different types of spirit boxes so he has a cb radio spirit box and when i make uh spirit boxes like that i don't make them again oh so i only okay. make one of like if it's something specific i only make one of them that's one really of a cool. kind that's really cool yeah uh, well that's yeah that's real cool um that actually is kind of in this this is going to sound corny in the spirit of the actual spirit box or the, you know, when the original spirit boxes were made, they were, they were made as a a limited edition. They weren't made as, as uh, to be, to be mass produced. So that's, that's really cool that you do that as a, as a one. Yeah. Frank's boxes are really cool. Yeah. Frank's boxes are, are, yeah. And if, if you can find one, but yeah. And, uh, and I actually got to sit with an actual Frank's box at the Stanley hotel. So that's that was cool. oh cool yeah. oh at the Stanley to that's that, yeah. yeah that's really cool yeah, yeah. so that God. yeah that was uh the, yeah was. with uh, Chris Moon it was actually pretty cool pretty cool uh so yeah so folks I want to thank you so much for being with us today again ACG Paranormal you can find them on Facebook or Linktree I'll get I'll get used to that yet guys <laughs> uh, Linktree well if people want to hang out with you at an event uh, check out your Facebook or uh, or again go to Linktree and uh, check them out go hang out with them. I'm intrigued by. I, I got to come out to to an event and see exactly how you incorporate music with, uh, with the uh, with the whole uh, investigation thing. Because again, I'm I'm intrigued. I want to see how uh, how energy is is kind of uh, incorporated in with everything. Um, and 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 a, yeah, a good one to go to would be October seventh. We're actually leading the investigation, so oh, it's yeah. going to be all ACG. So all right, it's going to be the way that we do things and how we want to do things. So and that's the haunted Rock Island YMCA Paracon. Yes. All right. So October. We'll have 7th. lots of lights and lots guitar lights. and <laughs> there you go. It'll be a party. There you go. That kid said it. it'll be a party. Uh, so the Haunted Rock Island YMCA Paracon. ACG Paranormal, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank, thank you very much for having us. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Folks, that'll do it for today's show. I want to thank you so much for tuning in this week and for a great week of Darkness Radio. Again, I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. A reminder, if you like what you hear, go ahead and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to these podcasts. And... Uh, Give us a good word wherever you want to, uh, wherever you want to, uh, with a friend, with a neighbor, uh, with a loved one, and uh, remind them that they can hear the best in paranormal programming right here on Darkness Radio. I want to remind you guys this weekend that Beer City Bruiser, if you want to support our buddy Beer City Bruiser, that this weekend he will have his last match for the foreseeable future uh, on Title Match Network, which you can get uh, wherever you stream your your programming so you it could be on apple tv it could be on the internet wherever if you're streaming on a computer wherever you're streaming your programming i know this weekend i'm going to sit down and i'm going to watch uh 
Bruiser's last match for the foreseeable future. I say foreseeable future uh, because Bruiser uh, is having hip replacement surgery. And the reason we say foreseeable future, because nowadays medical technology is so good that some of these guys are wrestling on on hip replacements. You got guys like Rhino and, and other guys that, you know, they do wrestle part-time on hip replacements, but Bruiser's looking at life after wrestling. So he's not going to be wrestling full-time. It'll be a treat if he does come back part-time. But this is kind of his last hurrah to full-time wrestling. So uh, it's a treat. He's going to be reuniting with Brian Malonis. They're reteaming. The bouncers are from Ring of Honor. And you can see him in AML, which is his home fed in North Carolina. If you sign up for the Title Match Network, and not necessarily sign up, I, I put that wrong. If you go to the Title Match Network, and we're going to have a link in the events section of darknessradioshow.com. So go to darknessradioshow.com, go to the events section. I'll have a link up there for you to check out AML Confrontation is the name of the card. When you go to AML Confrontation, you're going to see a heck of a card this weekend. I'll tell you that much. Boy, have they stacked that card for this last uh, this last go round for a Bruiser before hip surgery. Some of the matches you can look forward to. First of all, Jacob Fatu from MLW is going to be there. He's part of the bloodline, technically, from WWE, although you haven't seen him yet. Uh, Bojack versus... Jacob Fatu, you've got George South versus Joey Janela. There's another good match. Some of you wrestling fans out there know some of the names I'm saying. Uh, Billy Brash and Speedball Mike Bailey from from Impact Wrestling. Uh, You've got uh, a mixed tag match. Ari Alexander and Brian Pillman Jr. from AEW versus Psycho Love, which is Angelina Love from Impact and Bad Boy Fodder, which I believe is her real-life fiancé. So... They're, they're wrestling. The four-way tag match, which Bruiser is in, is the bouncers. So that's Bruiser and Brian Malonis versus the Dawson brothers. Or I'm sorry, versus uh, G- JAC and Zuka King versus Skyline. It's going to be a huge match, that four-way tag match, which uh, you can look forward to. Colby Carino, who's Steve Carino's uh, son, who's an amazing wrestler on his own, is taking on John Schuyler in a prestige title match. And uh, C.W. Anderson from ECW is taking on Danny Birch. That's going to be a huge match as well. So they've got a stack card for this deal, and uh, we'll have a link to it. Again, it's called AML Wrestling Confrontation. We'll have a link to it. It's June 25th, and it's on before the Forbidden Door pay-per-view for AEW Wrestling. So those of you who are looking forward to Forbidden Door, you can watch it in the afternoon before AEW, it actually takes place at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern. So you got plenty of time to get in and watch Bruiser's last match before hip surgery. And then you can watch AEW. I, I know it's not a wrestling show, Tim. It's not a wrestling show. We, we want to support our guy Bruiser anyways and, and, and uh, see him go out before he uh, has his hip surgery. So not, like I told you before yesterday for Supernatural News, Bruiser's going to be out for the next week or two. Will he have uh, either Mally Fox or Jessica Freeberg join us for next week's festivities for True Crime Tuesday and for Wednesday Supernatural News? And the Bruiser will join us again when he's kind of feeling up to it. Again, it's a huge surgery, that, that uh, hip replacement. We want him to be feeling at his best to come back and join us. 
And again, send your thoughts, your prayers, your energy to Bruiser. Uh, he's having that surgery on the 29th. So on the 29th, if you can kind of, you know, gather your thoughts, prayers, your healing energy for Bruiser, send it out to him. We'll send a reminder out on social media. So uh, kind of keep your thoughts with him this weekend. And, and this weekend, we kind of want to focus on Bruiser. Again, if you want to do something special for someone this weekend, uh, in honor of Bruiser, do that. We'd, we'd appreciate it as well. So take care of yourself and each other. Uh, keep Bruiser in your thoughts. And we want to wish you a very good weekend this weekend. Have some fun this weekend. Uh, we're going to kind of gather around the wrestling ring, maybe cook out, have some good food. Enjoy this weekend. And... Uh, and then we'll see you again this coming Tuesday for True Crime Tuesday. For Beer City Bruiser, for Jessica Freeberg, for Mally Fox, I'm your host, Tim Dennis. Thank you so much for allowing us to do what we love to do and entertaining you. Here on The Best in Paranormal Podcasting, this is Darkness Radio.